It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, welcome to the 909 podcast. It is Niall and Andrea here. Hi. With your weekly dose of what's happening in new music. Um, later on, we're going to be talking to God Knows. Through the magic of editing, we've actually already spoken to him, so we're both smiling a lot because we had a lovely conversation. Yeah, it was so. a lovely chat with him. Um, we have a, yeah, a very insightful chat with him about all that's going on with him and, and Irish hip-hop in general, really. Mm. I mm. mean... If you want to talk to somebody about what's going on in hip hop in Ireland, there's no better man to get you excited. Than and I got loads God of knows. tips for people to look out for coming up, people that I should be going and listening to if I want a better idea of the scene. So definitely stick around and yeah. have a listen to what he's got to say. We'll put all those tracks in the notes as well, uh, but that'll be a bit later on. We're also going to be reviewing Soccer Mommy's new album, Color Theory. And we've got some songs of the week as well. Um... But we are in a slight bit of a rush this evening <laughs> <laughs> because it's one of those busy weeks. Yeah, I'm going to the pop concert tonight. <laughs> Andrea's going to see 1975. Yeah. I'm going to the Rock Against Homelessness gig. Yeah. With the Fontaines, Murder Capital, Kneecap and all them. So we've got a limited... T- <laughs> we do different evenings. Yeah, very different. Pop and rock. Pop and rock. All together. That's um, together so that's rock. happening. And then the rest of the week, because Andrea is very busy, um, very busy. judging... At the Choice Music Prize, yeah. we had to do this a bit early, but that's good. It's, it's good. starting to feel real. <laughs> starting to feel like I'm going to have to speak aloud to a room of my colleagues about these albums, about the music that you like. Because I've just been so steeped in them. Like I, it, it's just been these ten albums, like over and over and over again. And but literally, besides anything I've been reviewing elsewhere or anything we've been reviewing here i've listened to nothing else so well at the very least on friday when you get to that point you'll feel like uh, some sense of relief of yeah i can just go back and listen to whatever i want now again yeah. for a while yeah that's true but that just shows how much uh, diligence and i am very um, diligent how serious you're taking i am this. i i am i'm taking it very very seriously because yeah. it's it's a big prize Okay, and you can close your yeah. ears now while I tell people who I think is going to oh, win. Oh, okay. No, right. I think it's going to be Langham, lads. I don't know, but I think it's going to be Langham. But look, we've all... It's okay, you can come back now. I can come back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like in previous years, we've had surprise winners from O Emperor and people like that. So 
I don't know if there's anything on the on the choice list this year that would surprise me a huge amount other than one album from Mick Flannery, maybe. That would be my personal uh, opinion on that. Andrea has her own opinions, which she would keep to herself, which is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but we will discuss that maybe next week. Oh, we'll definitely discuss yes, that next we week. Yes, we will. We, we will. will. Choice special. Okay, very good. Very good. Okay, uh, we're going to move on with, with stuff and talk about things. And, uh, and the first thing they're going to do, because like, uh, this is our segment that we like to talk about things that we like and it. it's reasons to be cheerful and this is our intro our jingle <laughs> Why don't you get back into bed? reasons to be cheerful part three, three. summer buddy holly the working holly good golly miss molly and boats hammersmith pally the bolshoi ballet jump back in the alley and nanny goes Okay, we have many reasons to be cheerful this week, thankfully. Um, but uh, we have picked one each, and I have. They're both song related. I think we we share both of them though. We're both yeah, cheered yeah, by we, both of these. You're things, gonna you're gonna pick the first one. I'm gonna yeah. pick the second one. So the first one is the first one is the Iceland um, Eurovision song entry, which is called "Think About Things," and it's by a band called. Dow Freyer. Dow Freyer. I think. Okay, what does it sound like? It Let's sounds have a like this. Ottermond meets the boom vibes <laughs> from this. Um, I, I think the video has like somewhat colored my opinion of the song in a positive spin, yeah. but towards, do you remember Junior Senior, uh, Move Your Feet? Remember that song? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it has some of that pixelated graphic stuff in it. I, I keep thinking to... of that and the dance moves and I'm like, this song is a bit of a bop and you know. I used to play on a dance mat to that song. Yeah. It already has 1.23 million views on YouTube. It's, uh, as, it's a popular as they song say in, in its in own right. marketing, it is viral. It's gone, but well, I don't know if we can talk about oh, it. Oh, that's not. Mm, that, that, mm, I take it back. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next God knows. week? You know? <laughs> God no. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my reason to be cheerful this week. Um, if you haven't seen the video, definitely go and watch it. It's very good, very charming. I think it's the kind of song I would have liked, whether it was to do with the Eurovision or not. But it it has just the right amount of camp and sort of. <laughs> like self-awareness yeah. to be successful in the Eurovision. Maybe it's not trying too hard, it's not, but it's trying it's hard not. enough. No, but it is crucially a good song, which we don't tend to get from all of our... Well, look, our Icelandic brethren are doing well already. Yeah. Our, our uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, you can hear our Irish entry tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, I morning. think, on RT, um, the breakfast show on, on 2FM. RT, on 2FM, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then if you're not going to the Choice Prize um, and you find yourself on Georgia Street, 
pop into the George and you'll hear it live. Yeah, so the Irish entry, this is very intriguing now, is being put together and produced by This Is Pop Baby, Mm. who are responsible for shows like Riot and you did things at like stages at Electric Picnic and all sorts of theatre shows like Alice in Wonderland, stuff like that. Yeah. So. I have high hopes. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know who the performer is. Have some inklings, but I can't say anything because I don't know anything really. Okay. I've heard some things. Tell me after. Yeah. Okay. But I'm really intrigued to see if any of them are true. Mm. Um, but I feel like it's a good shout and it's definitely, Ireland has a history in recent years, maybe because we have an aversion to wanting to win it again because we won it so many times yeah. in the past of like putting on the troubadour or the singer song or the acoustic guitar, all that stuff. And you're like, or if it's not that, it's a novelty song. It's Jedward or Dustin the Turkey. Imagine it was like David Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was saying before we started recording that if I even get a glimpse of an acoustic guitar, I will riot. I don't <laughs> want that. I want synths. I want, I I, I think I want Actually, like drag. I'd pref- prefer no instruments on stage at all. Like just, just a bop, <laughs> like just some good Euro tunes. That's yeah, what I want. That's what I that reflects. The, come on, we're capable that reflects of our, our, our country and how camp we're willing to be as Irish people and yeah. the amazing drag scene we have here i just have it in my head that i want i want there to be drag but mm. i i mean there's i i feel like that's an 100 percent certainty in terms of some sort of appearance on stage at least mm. so we'll find out this week we'll, see. we'll find out this week but that was the iceland entry anyway we'll hear about the irish one next week um, why are you cheerful about this week? oh well i mean the reason i'm cheerful is the reason that we called this thing reason to be cheerful other than the ian jury song which we played which so basically i got this name for this segment mm. From David Byrne, who has a, what is it, is it like a website called Reason to be Cheerful, where he shares positive news stories. Yeah. And turns out he's a positive news story himself, but we kind of knew that. He's an absolute legend. remember seeing him in the uh, Three Arena last year, here before. Mm. It was just like one, last year, one of the best shows I've been at ever. And he was on SNL this weekend, and he played for his first song, this one, this absolute classic. You you might have heard of it. Once in a lifetime. No messing around here. Okay, that is just the audio experience of the full show, which you can watch on YouTube, David Byrne, Once in a Lifetime. Uh, if you've seen his live show or are familiar with it, uh, it is truly uh, breaking off the form in terms of what a rock and roll band or a theater show or anything like that can be. Did we mention that this was on SNL? Yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but you, uh, presented by... John Mulaney. John Mulaney. My boy. My, my two boys in the one show. I might actually watch an episode of SNL. It's amazing. Yeah, it was a good episode, actually. But um, how good do David's vocals sound? He's brilliant. He's just like, like he's, he's killing it. Like, it's ridiculous. He's so, he's so expressive. I mean, like, he's, he's dancing around the stage and doing these kind of very expressive dance moves that you'll kind of know if you're familiar with, with Stop Making Sense. But... I I was just so kind of blown away by the 
his ability to move in that way, his voice. He's not the youngest man either. Like he is getting on in age and there is just no slowing him down. He's he's doing it so gracefully. He is. And and so well, like so. He's just such a positive force in the world. Like I, I leave how, how Music Works, his book, just kind of around and nearby when I'm at home, like generally. And a good tip if you're trying to stop spending time on your phone. I've been doing this this year, trying not to spend time on my phone. So like leaving books around the place right, and yeah, yeah. Um, just pick pick up his his book and just like read a chapter. Um, I found myself doing that a little bit lately. So he's just such a good a good thing to have in the world and um he might be the ultimate reason to be cheerful you know <laughs> i mean his, we'll have nothing next week <laughs> yeah that show that he did is one of the best live experiences i've ever had anyone mm-hmm. else that would have, was there i'm sure you have the same opinion of it it was just something spectacular it was like still now down this far down the line breaking and the barriers of what a performance can be in a yeah. big three arena, like a big arena show. Yeah. And just like being like doing things that no one else could do. And I was just like on a very simple like level, I was so fascinated by how he was able to present uh, live instrumentation with so many like mic'd up instruments and they're all walking around and choreographed and yeah. like dancing at the same time. And you're like, it's because ev- everything to him is part of the performance. Like he really takes that kind of John Cage approach to performance where it's entirely collaborative. And I think even in terms of like odd, aud- the audience, he, he puts such stock into the audience's experience. You know, it's not, it's not like he's on stage just, you know, removed. It's like it's like he really, really wants to emotionally involve people. And we've seen that since Stop Making Sense, like where he yeah. basically just threw out the rule book about what a live rock performance can be. He's just, he's amazing and I love him so very much and he'll never die. <laughs> so. No, but uh, I mean, in, in many ways he won't because his influence is so large. And uh, No, I mean, literally, he'll never die. <laughs> I know. Because I won't I be able to handle it. I know, I know. I, know. So, I mean, that's, that's <clears throat> something for another day. But anyway, yeah. look. He's a he's a legend, and that was the reason to be cheerful. Yeah. So it's time for our songs of the week. We're gonna do maybe three this week. Maybe we're gonna do um, three. Yeah. Okay. Our first track of this week is uh, the return of Lady Gaga. The song is called "Stupid Love." It sounds like this. Okay, it's the return of Lady Gaga. She has a new album out in April, April 10th, called uh, Chromatica. 
Um, what do you think of the return of the Gaga? I am happy that we're done with the shalalalo um, oh, yeah. thing. And Even last week when that viral video came out with the the woman in the in the tube, in the subway, yeah, yeah. And then she I ended up on Ellen. I was like, oh no, not this again. I did sort of. I didn't see her on Ellen or anything, but I saw it the day it went viral, and I was like. That's, that's that's some good shit. Even <laughs> if it's staged, like, I, I don't really care when it comes to stuff like that. I'm like, Apparently it's, it's a good video. Apparently it's not. Um, but, yeah, I'm not about the shalalalo, um, nor was I really about Joanne. Um, no. I was, well, it I seems just, many people weren't either. Like, no, no. I mean, I think even the diehard monsters didn't really rate it that much. And I actually, I went back today and I listened to a bit of um, the fame uh and just sort of was remembering how groundbreaking Gaga was. Mm. And I do think that she's she's at least trying or attempting to not necessarily replicate a certain sound she had before, but definitely to amp up the energy after Joanne. And yeah. I respect that a lot because I think I think we need Lady Gaga to be Lady Gaga. We don't need her to be Dolly Parton. We don't need her to be a country singer or yeah. e- even to a certain extent a jazz singer. Uh, like she can what? do that, and she's shown she can do that, uh, and, and, and she's, she's shown incredible she can act, at it and she and can she's act. Doing all those things, great, fab. Yeah. Good Time for, for the bangers you. again. Bring it back. And I have to say, I am very hopeful for the album off the back of this song. I don't think it's the best song she's ever made, but I do think that it is po- uh, like the. T- the trajectory of it is in the right direction in terms of an album. Also, video-wise, she's wearing Video's some, great. some crazy gear as we know her to do. It's like the Grimes video for, is it Oblivion? Where mm. she's out in the in the um, the desert, I mm. guess. And yeah, so the video for, for this Lady Gaga track is, there's like these kindness warriors on Mars. I guess it looks like it looks very much like a Star Trek set from years yeah. ago. Yeah, it has that yeah. kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this? Yeah, I mean, I'm well, I'm not the biggest Gaga fan, but I think this is more what I'd like to hear from her. Yeah. I'd be happier with hearing this kind of stuff. And yeah. also, no one really does that kind of up tempo, like really electro pop stuff in in the big mainstream pop sphere like Gaga does. Yeah, um, it's all a bit serious at the moment. Mm. There's not a whole lot. I mean, Grimes has gone very serious. Even like Lana Del Rey is very serious. There's a lot of very... Lana Del Rey is about to release a poetry album. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, look, we, we stand grand. Lana, we love Fine, her. But, but there is a space there for someone to just be very wacky, very out there, very calm, very themselves. And Gaga has always been the person to not only like lead the way with that, but also to encourage other people to do it. So I'm really, really excited for the album. Okay, great. Well, we'll hear more of that soon. Up next is a surprise EP released last week from Christine and the Queens. This is the English version uh, from the uh, EP. It is called I Disappear in Your Arms.
Okay, that was Christine and the Queen. The song is called I Disappear in Your Arms. It was a six-track EP. Uh, surprise released last week. Um, this is a follow-up to the album from last year. Uh, Chris. Oh, 2018. Sorry, it was 2018. Jesus. Whoa, time time moves fast. Um, so this has a collaboration with Caroline Polacek, not that song, but a preview, another song on it, um, and a couple of uh, French language ones as well. Um, I, if I'm honest, I was a little bit disappointed with this EP overall, and this song is probably the best thing on it, and um, that's about as much as like people have been sad as a song that she released a, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, oh, it's all right. It definitely yeah. feels like a stopgap kind of. How oh, I have some more songs that I didn't release two years ago. Would I just release them? Yeah. Like, it's no gone. I, I do not rate this song at all. I just think that the there's like little to no dynamic range in it. The chorus feels the, like in terms of her vocal delivery, the chorus feels the exact same as the verses. There's not really much going on instrumentally. Like, I just, I, I found it very, very hard to remain interested in it over a three minute yeah. a three minute or so period which isn't that's not that's not a tall order yeah I <laughs> mean know? and it's I had such high hopes for Christine and the Queens when when she they she it's, it's just her really, I'm not right? sure actually you know yeah. Well, it it seems to be kind of just just led by her, but um. But I think she is, she, is it they as in. Oh, uh, sorry, pronoun, as yeah. in pronouns. Oh well, yeah. well when when they kind of first came on onto the scene, I was so excited. I was like, yes, this is what we need. This is a cool new sound. It's minimal. It's slick. It's it's got that Frenchness to it that I love, and. I don't know. I I haven't. Besides the track with Charlie XCX, I haven't had a song of theirs that I've been interested in really, which is just so disappointing. Yeah, like, I, I didn't rate the album very much either. It's funny, yeah, because like I really wanted to like the album, mm. and I just didn't much other than Girlfriend, which I loved, and a couple of other songs on it. But the rest of it just felt like the yeah. I think the dynamic thing is a big part of it. It's all mm. very like 80s electronic bombastic but like there's no there's not much like there's nothing else in there that really grabs my attention it's like but it's this all sounds like, the same this is all kind of sounds the way you know we've so decided it's going to be this kind of album yeah and then even if you go back and listen to Tilted or, or even a couple of the B-sides from the early um, I mean god the first Tilted album, was so good yeah like, okay that's one song but then there's like the, there was a few other tracks that were even released around the album that were just as good mm. and like really brilliant and even yeah the uh in tranquility is one of them that's just a brilliant song and that was like one of the bonus tracks on the on the the first album of 2016 great song um and then yeah there's just like everything else has just been it's been okay just been a bit boring yeah I I, I, and i hate saying that if i was at a festival and christine and the queens were playing a five minute walk away i wouldn't bother Really? Yeah. Honestly, oh no! I, I mean, bother. like that French thing that you're talking about with them is one of the big parts of their like live show, where it's just yeah. like ridiculous choreography. And, okay. Well, know, may, yeah. Like it's I a mean, great the, live show. It's the a great live show, show would have to carry it for me because in terms of the tunes, I just don't think that there's enough there. But I remember seeing that me. that first show at Longitude when Christine and Queens played mm. in 2017. I think it was. It must have been 2017. 
Uh, I don't think the album had been out, but it maybe has. Anyway, it was one of those years, 2016, 2017. And it was just one of those, like, oh, my God, who is this superstar? Right. Like, and yeah. it was just really her on stage and no dancers and all that kind of stuff. And she's obviously embraced all that. And it's very, you know, big and theatrical. And that's cool. But it's just like there's something missing. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly the songs. Wasn't it her that did, wasn't it them that did the... Um, Live, very like amped up, sexy live thing with um St. Vincent yeah. at some award show. More of that, <laughs> bring that <laughs> energy that. to whatever yes. you're doing. It is, it, it is Vincent. her, by the way. It is her. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, like, yeah, I don't, I just, it's so, I, it's I so, still I think wait. I'm frustrated. Yeah, it's so French, like, and mm. and that's it, and that's in a like negative context, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, uh. Yeah, it just feels like a stage school, some of it. And you're like, okay, just round it in for it. Just yeah. working, like, focus on the tunes. Be yeah. better. Also, right. a six-track L- uh, EP. Yes. Add three more and it's an album. Come on, Doug. Uh, well, there, What's this? There's like, like two different versions in Fran- English and French, so yeah, so they don't really count. Okay. Fine. You're you're not you're not gunning, you're gunning for Christine. I'm not. I'm just okay. not. All right. Our final track of Songs of the Week this week is back in Ireland. It is from Saint Sister. A uh, surprise track from her from them this week. It is called Dynamite. Okay, there was a new song from Saint Sister that came out this week um, that was maybe to promote the fact that they are touring with Keen in the US uh, on upcoming dates, but also just nice to hear Saint Sister with new songs. Very nice. I have no problem with them releasing new music at any point, so um, I'm happy to hear something, even if it's an excuse, is a support slot of a band I don't like. Ah, no. Keen. Everybody's changing. It's a banger, <laughs> right? Bed-shaped. Banger. Well, not banger. Sad okay. banger. Um, what's the other one? Oh, Dave Hanroy will have my head if I don't remember the name of this song. He loves it. Um, <laughs> I everybody's say, changing, um, bed shaped, and okay. somewhere, only, somewhere we only we know. Okay, yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, yeah, that's three songs. It's more than Christine the Queens have. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Saint Sister. Yeah, but um, they're called Keen though. That's fine. Called Keen. It's fine. Uh, Saint Sister track is really, really beautiful. Um, it's kind of them doing what they do best, which is those really powerful yet understated harmonies. Uh, the instrumentation is really, really beautiful. Uh, they use the harp so well. I think at at this stage, it's like 
everything everything that we can throw at Saint Sister in terms of like they are one of the best acts to come out of Ireland in the past 10 years like all of these things are true um and I do hope oh also their tiny desk concert was amazing um so I fantastic do hope live. that fantastic live fabulous live I saw them in the concert hall a couple of years ago um and they were just oh if you get a chance stunning. to see them, go yeah ab- absolutely like really really stunning so yeah I I hope that uh their little time in the US brings new listeners to them because I think oh yeah totally yeah a lot of Irish artists killing it out there a lot of stuff happening yeah. and the likes of I NPR mean, like you said like lots of things happening maybe with South West all depending on uh, TBC depending on corona, <laughs> on the oh coronavirus but who knows what will happen with that yeah. we'll find out soon um, but yeah there's lots of great things happening for lots of Irish artists and one of them is that we're about to talk to mm. um, but before that I'd like to say if you are enjoying what you're listening to and indeed anything we do on Not or Nine whether it be the website or the playlists or the podcasts or the gigs and you want to help support us and help pay our office rent and, and our staff and all that kind of stuff, patreon.com forward slash 909 from Fiverr a month. Buy us a coffee. We are there. Don't um, actually buy us a coffee, though. Sign up for the Patreon yeah. instead. Because can, we have our, we have coffee. This sounds like, like I've had people offer me offer a pint at a gig but I'd much rather you support Patreon yeah. to be honest yeah, yeah. even just once yeah <laughs> Although, one if, like I mean if you if you see me at a gig yeah you know I'll take a pint if you're going yeah <laughs> but that's more I don't want to go to the bar there's there's a new the, yeah but uh, anyway patreon.com forward slash 909 that's the one buy us coffee okay uh, we're going to talk to God knows now if, by the magic of uh, editing and uh, and we already know that it was a great chat yeah we had a great so. chat with him uh, earlier about an hour ago um, he came in and uh, so he has released an EP called Who's Asking it's a big vibe there's lots going on <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge vibe there's a remix on it Closing out that has everybody from the South uh, West and it's something else. And this guy is a great uh, guy to talk to about what's going on in Irish music. He lifts people up. He's uh, always repping other people. So let's have a chat with God Knows. Southwest All Stars. Okay, we are joined by, finally, yes, <laughs> God knows you asked a while ago, could you come on the podcast? I did. I and did. we've been trying to make it happen for a while, and now yeah. you're here. Yeah, yeah. Now us, you are here. You brought us sweets. I'm yeah. so Not, happy. A, a box of Not sweets. Not just sweets. Yeah. A pretty Ferrero, good box of sweets. Roche. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, Delighted. Yeah. Like I said, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, you, you're winning the best guest award so oh, far. One hundred percent. Louise Bruton brought Mr. Kipling little cakes, oh. so she she was doing well. But I mean, yeah, come on, nobody yeah. can mess with Ferrara. No, yeah. you're no. you're really spoiling us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's been you've had a week. You've had a week. Yes. <laughs> so where do we start? Um, you 
have been working on some solo stuff. Yes. Um, first thing was just really released. Uh, well, first EP was just released last Friday. Yes. So, and you had a few tracks out before as well, and you've been kind of ticking away on, on things. And so the busy thing for me is that for you, what you've been doing is just collaborating lots. Yes. And yeah. bringing uh, it all together. Absolutely. I made it a thing to collaborate because I've always been a fan of so many people in terms of Irish music. So the difficult thing when you're making an album, especially um, with um, my brothers, John and Merle, it was such a focused thing. We were so focused on making sure that we make the best material possible. And when you're doing that, you almost kind of close your eyes to the whole world. Even I wasn't even listening to music that I listened to myself I, it was just sort of let's make this music the best way it can be made because uh, you don't want any distractions but meanwhile obviously there's amazing music coming from ireland so you might see like oh this person released a tune and it's awesome with that person so in 2018 i kind of went on a journey of just being in studios with people that are sound and I think that's the easy part is that everybody that I worked with and work with, they're all sound. So that's how, you know, I was, uh, ended up being part of this amazing collective called Sim Sima or me and my brother Bantam making music or jumping on a remix for Loa. You know, it's just people that I know that are also sound. And if I could lend my voice, I did. Yeah, yeah. But you're actually, you're bringing that into your own stuff now as well, because, you know, the EP, the Who's Asking EP that dropped on Friday, you know, you've got some very familiar voices from people who are close friends and collaborators with you already. Yes. But you're bringing even more, like, you the people that you might expect, like your brother Marley and yes. uh, Denise, of course, as yes. well, who has been absolutely flying lately. Yeah, oh man, she's killing <laughs> it right now. Yeah, and so and then, but then you bring so many people together on that EP as well. Um, you've got production from Cert One, and yes. you've got so many different people involved. And yes. I, I suppose for me, I mean, you sent me this track, the who's the Set West All Stars remix. Yes, <laughs> like it's absolutely insane. Like, and it's really a mar for me, it's a big marker of what's happening in uh, Ireland at the moment. You're hearing something that I don't think we've heard for a long time before, and especially. I've talked before about outside of Dublin, especially in terms of rap stuff. And it's just really nice to see that energy together mm -hmm. and coagulate in a really powerful way. And I think that's what that tune does for me. Like, absolutely. It's like you're... you're it's so much energy. Yeah. <laughs> like... It's all <laughs> happening at once. It's, a, it's yeah, it's such a kind of a black girl Irish. Can't say Irish. Kate and the father call me sensei Irish. Big man energy. Don't need a remedy. Cause I'm the artist. What? Liberated, liberated. Look at everything that the father created. I know I'm a king. I know I'm a places. I'm not paying anyone rent for me to claim it. You don't know me. You don't, you don't, you don't know me, bro. You don't know me though, nah, he don't know me though Acting like you wanna know me so Nobody know me so Whole rap fam homegrown heroes He just don't know you know Fuck where are we go all in go You don't know me And the video's coming out this week, which yeah. makes it even like, yeah, yeah, it just yeah. makes it so much more of a thing as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait until people watch the video because, it, uh, to be honest with you, 
the video is what made me go, let me drop this now. Really? Um, I have, I've had this music since January of 2018. Right. Um, uh, the, the tune that I wanted to go first with was actually Who's Asking. At the time, I just had the original. And then Merle sent me this beat. And then I wrote to it and I, outside of YP did such a great job on Cloud9 that, you know, I was like, okay, do you know what? This speaks about something that is more important than me releasing a song. Mm -hmm. Because I knew Who's Asking was going to be, you know, I I knew the reaction for Who's Asking was going to be what what it's been. Mm -hmm. But I felt the priority was maybe maybe lending my voice to mental health awareness because it's something that I had gone on in my family. So I put that ahead of who's asking. Mm-hmm. So in a way, imagine having who's asking and then, you know, think in a way I, I love to, I love to sit and think and uh, think of ideas. So I thought, like, Denise is killing it. Mm. Hazy's killing it. Citrus is killing it. Strange Boy's killing it. Okay. And then I went to everyone's calf. I picked them up <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Let's go, and they had no idea what there was, what was going to happen. None of them knew what what was going to happen. I, I, we love each other. They, they all. It's honestly Limerick is family, so mm-hmm. they probably thought I was just going to come hang out. Maybe they thought I was going to play him a song or something. It, 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 like I'm privileged enough to be friends with all these amazing, inc- incredible musicians that everyone hopped in the whip. We got to the studio where Merley was mixing his stuff and Denise's stuff. And I hijacked his studio session. <laughs> Thank God for being best friends. Uh, so it, he just saw all these people come in. And I believe like even like uh, up and coming artists as well, like uh, E Fortune, who's uh, Merle's cousin as well. And a couple other like little bros, you know, there's the little bros and then there's the bros who are killing it right now. Even the little bros were in the room. So Merle's like, <laughs> the little bros are here and also the man them what's about to happen and i said fam yeah I, I, maybe it's the simple like the it's almost like merley's we can tell what each other's thinking mm-hmm. he just he said okay cool wait mm-hmm. he put on the beat and i asked everyone to give me their favorite their favorite lyrics just your favorite lyrics go give me something that you love personally because that's the spirit of grime Nobody went in there to be lyrical miracle. Everybody went in there to make the biggest impact in terms of being memorable. I said, mm-hmm. whatever you do, make sure it's memorable. So for some people, I would have been like, you know that one that you always do? Can you do that one? For my, for other people, I was like, surprise me. And it ended up being way better than I've ever imagined because I kn- I know what those guys can do. But again, if, if you want to... Say, oh, who had the most lyrical bar? It's not about being lyrical. It was about being memorable. Mm -hmm. And everybody was certainly memorable. Isn't it nearly that idea of every single moment in the track being the hook? As opposed to just trying to find. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's exactly. Every single moment in it. I worship the moon, I'm a pagan You claim not to love, but you are faking I am just a fool, very vacant Don't pop up to soon, you amaze me I worship the moon, I'm a pagan You claim not to love, but you are faking I am just a fool, very vacant Don't pop up to soon, you amaze me I believe I'm a self-made I do the blueprints and templates Who knew the new kids are sunset? Sunset on the senses Let the moon fade, here's French way Full of tense ways with a red face Stay the same as in the fucking stress way I'm about being raised in an estate Stop in a cycle, oh Yes, we're like cycling too Stuck 
in a cycle Yes, we can like cycling too True See, the other aspect is that, like, man, these I've been a fan of my friends for... Mm. Five years. I've yeah. been a fan of all the uh, everybody who was on that record. A few who are not on the record as well. But I've been a fan of these these folks for such a long time. But now everyone else is starting to hear about them. Mm. So it was like, uh, like I was ahead of the curve, but also like knowing that like this year Hazy hit hit it off with a groundbreaking record. Um, it's Misha. If you haven't heard it, please check it out. Um, but. It was like, I had it since August. Like I've mm. had, who's asking remix since August, shot the video, everything. Uh, so that energy was something I was like, oh man, I know. I just know if I get everybody in the room, we got magic. Mm. And yeah, by the grace of God, it really was um, more magical than I ever imagined. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful that we, we laid that tune down. How long did I take then? How long did it take to put it down? Uh, two minutes <laughs> <laughs> honestly like first take you know it, it, maybe if I can say give or take 20 minutes whether you're like wow. oh maybe let's do one more take of that or whatever oh, yeah. it, wow. it honestly we were out we were out of Merle's hair in a half an hour you know what I mean? <laughs> and i was also trying not to disturb the bro because i was like you know what bro mm. let me let you let me let you go back because you know he's my brother but i like to be surprised by Merle. Mm. so i try not to listen to his songs yeah. Out, uh, until they're finished mm. and then when we're in the car going somewhere he just plays himself and then, then I nearly crash the car because <laughs> I'm so excited so <laughs> and do you do you ever have like what who's asking you you were saying you, you've had that since 2018 does having do you form kind of a protective relationship with that song then are you does does it take a while for you to want to nearly give it away to other people or invite nah. people into it no nah I, uh, is that because you have that relationship with with everybody that's involved um yeah i think i think that there is there is a trust and a and a respect there for each other and i know that i wouldn't wind them up or mess mess anybody up but also at the same time i also want this song to be heard by it by the right people you mm-hmm. know i'm not just gonna send it to any random or anything but i'm gonna show people that i'm like am i am i crazy for loving this song the way i love this song sure, yeah so yeah. then that way then you get a confirmation and it's like okay cool yeah. okay cool I'm, I'm not crazy so then let me do right by this song and mm-hmm. doing right by this song meaning that you know having a, a good enough rollout that you know people hear it and then you can you can move on to the next tune mm-hmm. i think a big part of it as well is the video because uh, it's such a well shot well done video it's like shout out to stephen hall yeah. of hallway media a good friend of mine and when he did the video, um, I, I honestly I was f- more focused on Clout Nine. I did I did the video for Clout Nine. Uh, did the video for Who's Asking Original, and I did the video for Who's Asking Remix. Now the video for Who's Asking Original, we had kind of just done it as like a fun thing. Let's just let's just do a one take, not nothing serious. And then I took the remix a little more serious. Mm-hmm. So. I just thought, ah, it was going to turn out the way the fun one turned out. So I yeah. kind of was like, ah, do you know what? 
that didn't turn out the way it looked in our in our minds in mm. our heads. So then, uh, recently, I was like, oh, just send me the video. I just want to see it because I have to do a symposium for Clout Nine because I partnered with the council for that song. Uh, so I was just like, maybe this will be good to show the teenagers that I got in Clout Nine video that hey, look, you guys got to be in the second video as well. So when he sent me, I was like. Okay, I think I'm releasing this now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me release it now, and it's funny because I, I pretty much sent it to Niall like immediately. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so as soon as I got like a good enough version of the video, I was like, straight out. I was like, bro, check this out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I played it in the office about six times in a row. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Luke was just over there looking at me, and I was like, you have to see this, man. This is so good. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was giddy. I was giddy with excitement. Um, I've yet to see. Yeah, the video. It, it, you know, my, my good friend Rory, uh, Rory Bantam. He also was, he was so giddy as well. He even stayed up with me on release day and just like, I'm staying up for this, you know, like, uh. so that's how, you know, like you, you've done something right, you know, shout out to, to my brother Rory as well. Um, I think today Friend of the podcast. tomorrow he's releasing Gully. Um, so I can't wait until people hear that song too. And I, I love that tune. Yeah. He's a tune. I think it's uh, next week, uh, the 11th of March. Next yes. Week. Yeah. The anniversary of. It's an it's an anniversary. Ten anniversary. Ten, ten, ten years yeah. of Phantom. Yes. I know. There you insane. Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout Crazy. out to the bro. Yeah. Um. And so obviously, like on the thirteenth of March. Like, okay. For first of all, you've done this a few times, and mostly recently at other voices yes. that I've seen, where you've got you've done this thing where you've been like you're doing you're collaborating with people on record, but now you're bringing them. Uh, into a big show together. Um, and so that's what happened at last week in yes. Balna. Yes. And the videos of that, again, looked insane. Obviously had one of the best <laughs> pictures I've seen in a long time. <laughs> oh, of, of Denise. Denise. Denise on hazy Unbelievable. shoulders. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and, yo, there's a there's a couple more pictures. Hold on. There's, okay. a, there's a metaphor there somewhere that doesn't need to be said, but, you know. Yes. Like, yes. you're lifting each other up big time. Like, we, it's just, we, uh, yeah. That's, that's it, like, yeah. That is. So... We're also going to be doing that, a bit, bringing a bit of that flavor, the oh, yeah, madness 100%. to Dublin on March 13th, Friday, March 13th. Yes, look so. out. And uh, you were also bringing our friends who are not from Limerick. Shout out to Sunita from Shukra. Yeah. Shout out to our amazing friend, Farah L. Uh, and also, uh, who else is a part of this? Well, Rory and yourself and Denise oh, yes. are doing so, a set together. Big up, my bro. Which is the set I saw in Cork originally. Yes, exactly. Uh, because we, we are also like planning to make... A uh, few tunes together just to also put that in a can because he's he's great man um yeah. rory's great so he, we don't want to put a man to waste man you, you just gotta work together and that's family like rory's you know what i gotta pick up my bro um when it comes to whenever we collaborate he's somebody that i know that sometimes he'll be like oh gee i'll pay for this one Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that because I'm like that too. I I don't really care about money like that. So collaborating with someone who's willing to also go halves with you, mm-hmm. you know, they don't. He's not trying to be business, but he's also not trying not to be business. I mm-hmm. think I love that that balance of like trust because uh, trust in any relationship, musical or business, is very hard to find. And he's someone that sometimes goes ahead of me and says, "Oh, I've already paid for that session." Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to I can't wait to bless you. You know what I mean? I can't wait to do whatever it takes to to make you smile the way you make me smile musically or business-wise. So mm-hmm. he's someone that I will always, you will always see Cardinals and Bantam collaborating because, yeah, man, if he calls me and he says, yo, man, I'm in Nova Scotia right now. Come, let's do a session. I'm going. <laughs> you going to Nova Scotia. Yeah, I might not like the cold, but I'm going to enjoy the song. <laughs> 
Okay, so one of the things we asked you to do, the only thing I asked you to do in, in terms of preparation for this is, I can't actually remember what, what words I used, but I asked you to pick five songs from that you kind of were into recently or yes. that you like blew your mind. or Yes. Yeah, so we're going to start with an Irish artist uh, yes. called Shiv. Yes, uh, big up song Shiv. song is called Golden. I'm going to play a bit of it first and then we'll come back and talk about it. Get a lost in the black Why I know you could go find solace in what we know Your eyes are making me shy Silent as we watch the stars collide Please boy, don't you say I'm busy trying to act like I don't care One look and every time My heart is beating, I can't unwind My heart is beating, I can't unwind All right, that is Shiv, a song called Golden. She's a Dublin artist, right? Yeah, Dublin um, artist. Recently did a remix with Nilo as well. That's right, she did a remix with Nilo. Big up my bro Nilo as well, but I, I wanted to play the original because she is so good. She also produces, by the yeah. way. Um, shout out to Adam, who also produces, or Adam um, works closely with Nilo as well. Yeah, yeah. But I have to say... I was so impressed by her production on this song. I was also impressed by her songwriting skills. I think she is going to be massive. I think if you are not aware of this lady, you need to go and check her out. Her songwriting is is immaculate and she really puts time into it. Um, she was saying that she actually goes to, if I'm not mistaken, Mozambique for a month and creates. Uh, her father, I believe, works there. Um and she just goes there for a month, stays in, writes music, and then comes back to Ireland, focused and ready to do this. And yeah, man, I've been impressed. And I know that other people are impressed. There's like 300,000 plays on that on Spotify. Yeah, and yeah. she's not someone that would have been like putting her music everywhere. Mm -hmm. So this is literally probably her third release or fourth release. And yeah, man, people love it. And yeah, they have a right to you. That tune is banging. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see her. I haven't seen her yet live yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also doing, uh, she's the Irish uh, Hip Hop Against Homelessness. That's game. right. The same week, 16th yes. of March as well, right? So it's nice that like we, they're in the same, in the course of four days, there can be. There's going to be a lot of hip hop in there. But like, <laughs> we're talking like 14, 15 people on each lineup and not yeah. crazy. any crossover at the moment. Crazy. Is there not? Yeah, 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 so. That's gas. Something else. Anyway. So your next tune is a Wiley track. Obviously, Wiley's been doing this for a while. Yes. Is oh, it no, new, this is a Kano. new song. Oh, sorry. Did I say Kano? Yeah, oh, but I love Wiley. Wiley's. Yes, yes. Wiley is probably the reason it's good that you mentioned Eski, even though right now he's being a bad boy uh, <laughs> well, with, with Stormzy. He, he does that a bit. Yeah, he does that a lot, bro. And it hurts my feelings because <laughs> that's like, if, if, if I can, I have, I have like, in terms of UK music, I have three heroes that I, I set my blueprint, which is the reason why More of Us is easy. Um, that's More of Us is really something Wiley do, done because he put... He, he gave us Dizzy Rascal, he gave us Skepta, he gave us Jamie, he gave us Chipmunk, he gave us uh, Kano. He put mm -hmm. Kano on his first song. He gave us so many artists from the UK. Tinchi, he used to, uh, he gave Tinchi 30,000 at some point. He gave, he put Tinchi on a tune when he was 14 and had him in the raves when he wasn't supposed to be there. Like what he has done for UK music is amazing. So I take his blueprint when it comes to like, if I don't see someone having an opportunity, I just go, yeah, man, 
because I think that's how a scene is made because that's how grime became a thing because he was able to put all of those heads and people together, whether by advice or by putting them on the tune or giving them money. And then Dizzy Roscoe, in terms of making music a business. Now, of course, he had his first number one with Dance With Me and had five number ones across the board on his own label. And I think that shifted the business model on the UK music where now all of them are millionaires. So mm. we owe him that one. And then Skepta taking things international while also staying true and peeling things back to his roots and going forward. So those will be my heroes and why I know that maybe we're not in 2020 in terms of the Irish music where we want to go mm -hmm. because the UK is in 2020 making millions. We might be in 1999 before, you know, before So Solid Crew took it there. So I know that that's where we're going. So if you're doing music, don't quit because our moment is coming and you will, you will retain your rights. <laughs> Just don't, don't run away. Spoken like a, a true businessman as well. <laughs> Keep your own rights. Nice one. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this is uh, Kano with uh, Three Years Later. Do you gotta know the kettles? Do you gotta know the factory settings from the phones and bezels? Yeah, I know the curry goat that's like a dose of rendos. But you gotta know the roasted cuts set on a bit of lentils. <laughs> Long nights, cold white wines, that's sincere. I contact with each years, that's young stare. Rare rapper, no compare with no prayer. No pen, no comment with no fed. Trips a Monte Carlo, blow a little harder. I just blew your little Prada's on some fish to nod those. I ain't never been a problem, I've been working hard, bro. We need to stop the two-tone car to gaze your mommy's yard, though. I know road man used to diss a man for leasing cars, no. If you don't appreciate it, Value that me not own. It's the bigger box, man, but never fucking more. Look, you can't fucking my from you like a fucking arsehole, cause I'm royal. And I'll be getting so much money on a road, which think I need a pay cut. Cause some Babylon boy wank off me in the streets and lock me in a station. I heard that it cost to be the boss, guess I'm lucky that I'm blood clan changed up. And that from day dot, middle finger raised up. Fuck you, little haters. Okay, we're gonna check in with uh, how things are going uh, back home based on what you're saying there. So, Hazy, as you mentioned, yes, has an album out. Uh, it's Misha. It's Misha. It was released uh, in January. Early January? Yes, early yeah, January, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, this Premiered is, on Fader magazine yeah. as well, which is mm. incredible. So you picked a track from that, which stood out to me when I first heard it. I yes, Getting actors. a bit more of a, a posse cut as well. Yeah, um, basically, uh, Who's Asking would be the friendlier version of actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, the, like, basically all the lads were like, you can't play actors on the radio, but you can play who's asked. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's like the B side. But again, just to show that like lyrically, I don't know anyone who's touching these youths. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. it's hard to get, I wanted to play everybody, but I can kind of, nah, sounds very strong. Possible. I'm going to play the start of this, which has Hazy on anyway. Bastard that you are betrayed to be. Actors, actors, I'm the 
All right, all right, all right. That's Limerick, Limerick City. Fuck's sake. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? Dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I say, like, and then people have been saying this for a while, you know, there's been things bubbling under for, in Limerick for a good while. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like it's really starting to be felt outside of Limerick as well, which is really important because yeah. like, you can do so much locally, but like, I think the more that that stuff starts to break out, the more that pe- people will realize what the hell is going on there. Absolutely. And keep knocking out tunes like that. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna yeah. Happen. and it's not like all the cities aren't talking to each other either. You know, it's no, like, that's the thing. That's I, the thing. I just want to let y'all it. know that I have a Who's Asking remix, a East Coast <laughs> remix coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there is a East Coast really? remix. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's finished. Oh fuck! I might, I might, uh, I might play a few. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like that. All right, I'm excited <laughs> about that. All right, cool. Um, all right, we're gonna go back to your choices. Um, one of the next ones you picked is a fairly new track from Rice to Five Nine. Yes. Uh, tell me about this one. Yeah, this one is called Overcomer. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big Royce fan, and if anybody knows me, and and also Griselda, uh, the lads at West Side Gun, Conway, yeah. uh, Benny the Butcher, all of those guys are incredible. So, um, anything that you listen to from me will always be dense. You'll never just get it the first time, um, and that's the way I like it. And that's the type of people that like anybody I've played of all the songs, Bar Shiv is lyrically like spitting triple double entendres and really doing back backflips with their words mm-hmm. and yeah man I'm, I'm i'm a fan of wordsmiths and i feel like wordsmiths are a thing again there was a point when it was all about having fun but lyrics are almost coming to you know when you hear drake in an interview say like who are you who who are you a fan of right now and he's like actually griselda is the is who I want to work with next. Mm. That shows you where it's kind of going. Whereas before it might have been someone from from uh, LA or Atlanta, and LA like they get busy as well, but like they also have nuances. Whereas Detroit has always been like Motor City and lyrics and gully and really into it, and New York as well. So mm. I feel like it's kind of coming back around, and that makes me happy. I mean, I'm 13 years old. That's who I was listening to, so it yeah. kind of brought me back. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's play Royce Five Nine. Hit him up close, you gotta face the face Where I'm from, drive-bys overrated Overrated. If you got five bodies, then you famous Get a hammer from the break, we gotta break it Shit broke the blender, nigga Oh, damn slang, though Okay, we're eating for a Russia now. <laughs> ASMR. So, oh, yeah. excuse excuse the uh, pauses while we uh, continue to talk. Okay, so we have one more choice from you. Yes. Um, 
I also want to big up my brother Merly because I didn't know whether he had to play some old, but he's got a tune, Loud Boys. Oh, man. Yeah, Loud Boys. I would have picked Loud Boys with Strange Boys. We can do that right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go with Um, Loud Boys. Yeah, that's one of... Just because we're eating chocolates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, That is the tune from The Intangibles. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I have it. Holy, hopefully I have it to hand here. Hey, there he is. Let me see, hold on. We're, 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 ah, yeah, we go. This is live radio, people. Yeah, we're downloading music from the cloud right now. Legally. In order order to, no. (laughs) No, this is, this is. This is legal. I said legally. Oh. Ah, you know. Legally. Not illegally. (laughs) Pardon. Um, Well, I don't know if I can play it in the, in the way I'm supposed to play it, because, you know the way anyone uses Apple Music now? No. Well, oh, yeah, I do. it's rubbish because if you actually buy it and then it always gets you to download the ones from uh, the streaming service instead. So I can't actually. Like, well, I recently found out that I'm paying for Apple Music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't use it. Well, you can. This is the best we can do right now. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of okay. hear it in the background. Shout out to Merly. Bad Boy MC from early. Tired of the lies. Tired of the noisy skyward motion. Boy, be quiet. How you tryna talk from a mile away? How you gonna walk on a mile away? Tired of the nonsense, you ain't got a notion. Tired of the lies. Tired of the noisy skyward motion. Boy, be quiet. How you tryna talk from a mile away? How you gonna walk on a mile away? Pay the price to roll the dice. The eyes don't favor me, though. Been the underdog since walking my dogs around my block. Pissed off, nah, just pissed off. Drink big softly, killing them softly. Probably not so tough, boys. Lonesome cigarette smoke. Got my nose, whiskey breath. They smell when I spoke. Tempt me with a free drink for the road. Meet my needs and we'll get along just fine. Places to go and people to see, but I got time. Heads or tails, I'll take her soul with a flip of the coin. She's getting old. Feels like I've been kind of went quiet, everybody. <laughs> Has to go back. You see the way actors is made. Yeah. Even on actors, everybody on actors says Strange Boy had the best verse. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much we 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 love the kid in the city, man. So again, somebody that when he also drops a full length project, it's also gonna you know blind uh, blind boy called his um, passional example mixtape when he was nineteen years old. He called that the best thing to come out of Limerick City. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine the levels at this kid at 19. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait for people to hear him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, everything I've heard on him, him do recently has just been, uh, it stands out. It stands yes. out. And it's very memorable. It's so memorable. I like the verses yeah, are so Yeah, memorable. I think, you know, a full-length project, you get to know somebody. Whereas I think he, in the interim of just finding his sound and who he wants to be, he drops a lot of Lucy's. And you don't get his personalities on a loose tune. Okay. You kind of get who he is if you listen to a full project. I think it's still on SoundCloud somewhere or YouTube. If yeah, you type yeah. in Joan and DK, that was his name back then. But that project was enough to solidify who he is today. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. We have one more tra- track from you, uh, from Burner Boy. Burner Boy. Yes, that's right. Right. Um, Nigerian rapper. That's recently right. featured on yes. Stormzy's track as well. Yeah, that's right. And so this is this is his legend. own one though. Yes. So this is Burner. This is he's a legend. Like in terms of like, um, is you know, there's Wizkid, there's Burner Boy, there's uh, Davido. There's like the, they're like three big giants in terms of Afro beats. And for a long time, there was a separation between Afrobeat and Afrobeats. And people just call Afrobeats Afropop. And I think that's not fair because there's some 
dense, well-produced stuff. And sometimes pop can be sometimes a little bit too light. And if you listen to the wrong song, you if you listen to the wrong Drake song, you won't think he's potent lyrically. Yeah. If you listen to the wrong Kendrick song, you might not revere him the way we all do. Yeah. So it's sort of Burner Boy kind of like that, where if you hear the wrong song, you won't understand what's what's being put down. So okay. I just thought we should put the African giant on there. Okay, cool. Let's do it. This is uh, another story. We're back on the Ferrer Roches now. <laughs> I'm not, I can talk. Okay. You go. You go. <laughs> um of those five tracks. Yes. Um where where do you think people sh- should start if they're trying to get into where you're coming from as an artist? Are are are, are these tracks I think they just need to listen to God knows radio show. Well, yeah, which yeah, is broadcast sure. on on Spin Southwest every Friday from 10 until midnight. I talk a lot. I bring my friends on there as well like um uh, I had outside YP and we were listening to the Lil Wayne album and we were kind of talking about how, you know, we loved Lil Wayne growing up and it really spoke of my influences. I bring, I brought Willsey who's on the start of Actors. So it's really me and I bring all my friends and we, we listen to tunes, we go mad and we vibe and, um, a lot of people probably think I'm not a Christian anymore because I played <laughs> some of the songs I play on this. But <laughs> I don't want to refuse the kids that drill song that they want to hear. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll still, yeah. see, still see you on Sunday, Auntie. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't listen to the show on Yeah, Sunday. yeah. Nah, maybe turn it down. It's after Watershed anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. But that's the way, in everything you're doing, whether it's uh, bringing people together on EPs or live or radio, or even the music generation stuff you've been doing yes, as well. Yes. Like you're connecting and bringing people together and that's like a very noble thing. It can to only do. ever be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always, you know, Denise is always um, at me for when people call me the big brother, blah, blah, blah. I'm always like, oh, I don't know if I like the way that feels. Because I don't want to impose anything or try to say I am something, blah, blah, blah. But then I've always been, I've always been a big brother to everyone. Like, I, you know... Um, it's just in my nature to be that welcoming and my friends are just like me in the way that, man, if you ever come anywhere near me, I will pamper you. Like, that's the way that <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> this is the, the first time we've met is this evening and I'm literally eating Ferrero Rocher. So, yeah, <laughs> so is, <laughs> it, it, I, I can I, vouch for this. I just thought, oh, right, like, I'm, I, I was privileged enough to win the Choice Music Prize with my two brothers, but I kind of felt like there was a void of like 
I wanted to speed up the process of like my friends getting the bookings that they deserve yeah. because just because you haven't seen them doesn't mean they're not amazing. Mm. And whether that's, you know, me being doing behind the scenes for DC or uh, whether that's me just, you know, at a gig with my hands up, watching my brothers Hazy and Citrus do their thing. Mm. I support, I support. So yeah, if I, I know that there's a lot more that I got to show the country, but I also know that if we're not doing it, we don't have a scene. That's actually, to be honest, the reason why it's also twofold. Like, yeah, I'm 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 a family person. I'm a I'm a big bro to my own siblings and everyone. But like, to be honest, I want a scene in Ireland, and I don't want people to say it's a scene when it's only in one place. Yeah, I don't want it to be a scene in Limerick. I don't want it to be a scene in Dublin. I don't want it to be a scene in Belfast. I want it to be a scene in Ireland, and Ireland is not that big. I was at work this morning in a little town called Hospital on the way to Waterford, and I made it here in Big Bad Dublin, and I'll be going home tonight, and I'll be in Rathkill tomorrow. So I can do that today, which means if there was an artist in Hospital, I would have done tunes today. If there was an artist today, I would have done a tune, and tomorrow in Rathkill, I would have done a tune. Mm-hmm. That's a scene. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if that person never meets that. I, I'm, it, it hurts my feelings that I've, I haven't met some people. You get yeah. me? Like I'm like, we do same music. Yeah. We've never met. Oh, we don't talk. Like if you ever watch my Twitter or my Instagram, bro. Like I want everyone to see everyone. Like I don't. I want it to be a scene, but I think that now everyone also wants it to be a scene as well. And I'm sure, like I, I look up to so many people. I'm standing on shoulders, by the way. I'm standing on the shoulders of um my big bro naive ted and my big bro my name is john and also uh all of what they were doing in terms of the community scratch games they showed the reason why limerick is the way it is is because of my name is john and naive ted it's not me and merley me and merley are their kids like we're naive ted and my name is john's children Mm -hmm. we looked up to them and they would give they would play us weird tunes and say rap and None of us ever said no. Mm. So now, if you put a tune, all of the kids from Limerick, we will rap. There's nothing that we don't want to do because those guys were, I would ever say they were, they gave us tough love. They, what, you're not going to do your own beat. That's a beat off YouTube. Don't do it. Oh, you're not, you know, like they, (laughs) you know, they nurtured that scene. They literally planted that scene. And I'm, I'm the guy who's literally just saying, yo, man, like, Okay, we're ripe for harvest now. Let's make sure we go sell this amazing music to these people because these guys watered us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So shout out to Naive Ted. Shout out to My Name is John. Without you, man, we wouldn't be who we are today. You did, I have to ask now because you did bring it up. So the choice prizes this week, have you been paying attention to what's going on? Yes. Okay, oh. Andrea is a judge. So she cannot speak oh. about this. So I'm going to ask you. Oh. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, bro, this, this is a hard one. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's all right. You're, you're on the panel. You have more influence than anyone else. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's all oh, my days. I was all oh, my days because there's there's giants on there. Girl Banda on there. Fontaine's DC. Stride. There's, there's so many. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm like, stressed. Everywhere you turn. Like I, I told, uh, I, I said, uh, we were in the car discussing it on the way to Balina. Like all of Limerick, so like this, we got a seven seater, so like we were all in there debating who's gonna take it. And mm-hmm. it's like, but what we came down to was that 
whatever happens, it's going to be a fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like people are going to pick someone and be like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Someone is going to be upset because it's that good. So I change my mind every two days. Me too. Okay. Not really. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to cut that one out. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's a diplomatic answer. Yeah. But I uh, will tell you who I'm. Uh, I'm a rapper. So, like, I'm very proud of my, my brother, uh, Jafaris. Uh, I, I love him and I. I I'm I'm a big fan of of what Jad does as well. So that's a that was a even though it, people received it well, I still feel like people slept on the album. Like you can't tell me that's not a phenomenal album if you don't listen to that song Ghost on the album. You gotta listen to Ghost and Invincible. Like you, yo, the kid raps a lot, really well. And <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to all Diffusion label as well and what they do. But you know that's I I really love him. But with saying that, honestly. I'm just saying that as a rapper, so that's a disclaimer. I'm saying that as a rapper, but like as a fan of everybody, like come on, soak as well. Like, mm. come on, dude. Sorry. Yeah. That, yeah, it's gonna basically we're just looking at you going, ha, yeah. you have the hard job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amount of people recently yep. who've yeah. been like, I don't envy you. And I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot of people that <laughs> I didn't mention were also nominated, but like that's a lot of amazing people. Yeah. Like there isn't one person on that list that I went that I kind of face palmed. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I just it's thought, it's no, a really, know. really, really strong list. Well, like, well, it really well. Is really strong. So, so, did you pick the short list then? Uh, we all uh, so there's eleven judges, and each of the eleven judges pick ten, and then we put them in, and then out of those ten, uh, the the short list well is, done is made. So well yeah. done, and I, so, I, I, oh, Dahi too. Dahi's in there. <laughs> Come on, Dahi. Son. I know. Jeez. Sorry. I know. Yeah, Sorry, my bro. I also love Dai as well. Another yeah. sound, sound gentleman. Yeah. Well, look, whoever wins on the night, Irish music wins, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God knows it's been great to have you here. It's been so thank great. you so much. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm very privileged to be here. I'm very happy to be here. Also, looking at a poster of Rosalia on well, the wall. She's I the patron, patron saint love of, her, of the office so much. Like you have no idea how Everybody, much I love she's her. She's such a talking point when people come in. Whenever I there's guests, that's why like, she's Rosalia. there. That's why she's yeah, there. I think everyone likes her. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Me, oh man! Like if you ever, if I'm having a like a really hard day, boy, you know I'm playing some Rosalia. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You can get you in the fields and then she can get you going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's yeah. it. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to take me down and then you're going to pick me up and yeah. we're going to get going. You have a friend in Nile there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. God knows. Thanks so much. Uh, Thank we you. will see you again on Friday, March 13th. See you on the 13th. In Lost Lane. Lost Lane. More of us. Yes. So many people playing. I can't even uh, name them all. Yeah. All, all, all of the Southwest plus Farah and, and yeah, Sydney, plus Farah. Yeah. 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 All yeah. of the Southwest yeah. plus Farah. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. 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 So uh, also, yeah. That's, um, if you're an MC and you love spitting and you are as good as all of the mandem, you know, come, come true, come true and uh, invade, invade the stage because I'm pretty sure at some point we will be passing the mic around. Very nice. There you go. There you go. You gotta be okay. good though. That's exciting. <laughs> all right. God knows. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
When it was jackass, slam, Pantera I was guaranteed to have an off future like a fella from Madeira Gave my life to the creator, no Tyler Grew up with Trent, he was in my Tyler 8.45, copying homework in the toilet So it's due in the morning, like what makes the grass crunchy In the winter, what made my teachers grumpy? I insisted, it was all my work The gum under the table was all my work um, Open a new test, open a new test Rip right open, told me a new one Wrote me a new one, hit me like the last one And had me feeling like it was gonna be the last one Last time I was a blasting too, from from the past Stood for the pain, but I got a hell of a mask in July on but I still drive on Mom called my yearhead Mr. McMahon Hello I'm Shannon 061 on That way I couldn't even afford subway I was stuck on the jewel carriageway Just me Frank Ocean Andre Teach me how to dougie Teach me how to budget No cord no bungee I was in there like swimwear 10,000 miles to nowhere But I'm still here Yeah I just wanna keep the kettle on I just want the upper echelon Run for the world like a cycle Shooting for the stars like a rifle I just wanna keep my medal on Making hits cause I'm able done Daily dedication had me gung-ho Tryna kick ass like I'm tongue po. I just wanna keep the kettle on I just want the upper echelon Run for the world like a cycle Shooting for the stars like a rifle I just wanna keep my medal on Making hits cause I'm able done Daily dedication had me gung-ho Okay, that was God Knows, and that track you just heard there was uh, one of the tracks from his new EP, um, and before that you also heard the Who's Asking remix. I mean, how could I not play it? I think it's going to end up playing off the show, yeah, because that's where we're going with this song. This song's like the biggest track I've heard out of Ireland in terms of rap music in, the long, in a long, long while. Yeah. So I'm so into it. It's so good. Right. We're going to talk about an album now from Soccer Mommy. Soccer, Soccer Mommy, S O C C E or. I learned that this week. Soccer uh, does not have an A in it. Uh, Dre had a, a I, I problem with the Spelling problems sometimes. <laughs> so just certain words. And I didn't know that soccer was one of them. But yeah, S O C C E or. Album is called Sir, uh, Color Theory. Color Theory. And this is a song called Circle the Drain. Okay, that is the Soccer Mommy album, Color Theory is what it's called. That song is called Circle the Drain. It is the second album from, uh, she's from Nashville, right? Sophie Allison. Yes. Uh, follow up to 2018's Clean. Um, so this album, Color Theory, is moving the story on, but it's mostly about the ongoing mental health, anxiety and depression that the 22-year-old artist has experienced for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Also dealing with her mother, who has a terminal long-term illness as well. It is an album of contrasts in many ways because there's a lot of dark um, subject matter in the lyrics, but the re- there's a relative brightness to the music that kind of counterpoints all that. Absolutely. Um, it's inspired a lot by um, her. She, she said about the album that she wanted it to sound like what she was listening to growing up. So there's a kind of a late 90s, early noughties kind of vibe to it. You can definitely get some like... Avril Lavigne's complicated in there. Get some like Natalie and Brulia, those kind of like very almost country leaning 
um, not not indie, but kind of penned as indie at the time. Mm-hmm. Female artists sure. in here. Um, a- authentic. And I think, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Authentic. Mid nineties authenticity. With, uh, with, with uh, kind of commas around it. But um, I think it's, this is, this is such a, big step uh in terms of her songwriting from the last record i think she's really she's really really stepped it up here um i i i I like the idea of the color theory thing it's not something that would have jumped out to me had i not read about it um yeah i can't have to say it's not that it doesn't feel that obvious yeah yeah but i I mean so what is what is the vibe with that so so the vibe with that is that there's three colors on it um that denote different uh i I guess moods or feelings uh, as blue yellow and gray i think um and the yellow isn't happiness it's actually sickness um so yeah so there's a song on there called um Yellow is, Yellow the color is the color of her eyes. Her eyes, which I think is the best song she has written. Um, it's a song about being away from her mother, who, like you said, ha- has a terminal illness. Um, um, and being on the road, touring, and just the idea of ha- having to be away from her. There's such beautiful, stark imagery in the song i mean it, it it opens with um a line that's something like uh like her eyes are so yellow or something and then later um it references that uh she, her the person she's talking about has eyes like uh tangerines clementines, Clem- yeah. clementines yeah which is so beautiful and so sad and it's i mean that song is seven nearly eight minutes long and it it earns every single second of it. Um, like it's got a, a beautiful, beautiful melody throughout the first kind of two thirds. And then it it transforms itself slightly into this like really amazing refrain. It does not feel the length that it actually is. I actually, I found myself today going back and listening to that song over and over and over and over again and kind of finding something new within it every single time. Um, so I think that that for me is like the nearly the centerpiece of the album. I, I know it, it comes a little bit later in it, but um, it's track six, I think. So yeah, ten, yeah. So, so yeah, so it's it's it, it's not too far in, but um, just such a stunning song. So 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 good. Yeah. What what are your kind of initial thoughts on this? I guess I was surprised by how dark the Sutric Matter was compared mm. to that exact contrast of the the relative lightness of the music. Mm. Sometimes it feels a bit <coughs> like it's trying to mask what it's trying to say a little bit because of the music. Um, like, That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, I just thought, like, there's a little I, there's a little bit of a, a level of uncomfortable feelings I have around it, even because I'm kind of like, the first two songs, they're very similar in tone, and uh, the way they're played, like Bloodstream and Circles Around, I really like the songs, but then when I realised how kind of dark they can get i was like oh i feel a bit weird listening to these very bright happy kind of sounding songs when i realized they're, they're like there's a, a line in bloodstream that's like there's someone talking in my forehead that says i'll never be enough there's a lot of kind of anxiety and be, and solitude in mm. these songs as well things that feel that low sometimes even when everything is fine in circle the drain mm. and in in a way it's kind of like easing the darkness a little bit, but and, and offering a counterpoint. But there's so much darkness, actually. It here. is quite dark. But I mean, I suppose I 
I enjoy the kind of the the playfulness that she has around the dark subject matter. Um, I know it like par- parts of it, not not really in terms of sound, but in terms of what you were saying, that contrast between the lyricism and the musicality of it would remind me a little bit of like Julia, jo- what Julia Jacqueline kind of does, where if you take a song like Pressure to Party, for example, it's 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 actually quite a it's quite a sad song. It's it's quite a a, a difficult topic, heart heartache and heartbreak and that kind of thing. And and yet it it is sort of like gleaned over in a way. And and I think that 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 probably speaks to what young people. I mean, she's she's a twenty two year old, like so young people, young women especially, do have to kind of do that smile, like say say the say the difficult thing and then say sorry afterwards or say the difficult thing or and say you know oh but it's but it's nothing and kind of laugh it off and I definitely get the impression here that she's toying with the the mask that you wear um and and then just these really really kind of stark lyrics that are just kind of coming from the back of the head like through the mask um yeah. which I find really interesting but, but it it is funny that when you like my my first pass listening to this album, I didn't read lyrics along with it, and no, I was like, me neither. "Bops, yeah, like sad today. girl bops." And then, <laughs> I, and then I read the lyrics, and I was like, "Oh, bops." Yeah. There's a lot of songs sad about hiding bops. away in your room mm. on your own. My room is a kingdom for the princess of screwing up, and I'll be the dragon. I'll hold me captive. My world mm. is sinking. Royal screw up. That's the name of that song. Yeah. Then later on in crawling in my skin, hide away a quiet place, but it's with me all the time in the corners of my mind. So I mean, you really have to pay attention after a few first few listens to realize like this is how deep it's going when you wouldn't really realize mostly by the yeah. music that it's happening in that way. Because uh, the music is so kind of reminiscent of a time that we would be very familiar with with music of that time. And so there is that familiarity in terms of like, these aren't sounds we haven't heard before. We just maybe haven't heard them sound so modern, um, which I think is really cool. Um, I love that she really wears the influences on her sleeve. Like she's got songs called Crawling in My Skin and Night Swimming. Like she's really, really taking yeah. that late 90s thing and just going for it, which I love. Um, I, I, I'm really, really impressed by this album. Like I'm like, definitely impressed by it. Like I, I expected to love it, but I didn't expect to really pour through the lyrics in the way that I have done and find dare I say something of the 20 or 21 or 22 year old me within it and just sort of recognize that that idea that like I mean I'm I'm looking back at I guess me at 22 listening to these songs to a 22 year old looking back to the 90s it's got a very kind of like the cult of nostalgia idea about it that I that I find really interesting and yet sounds thoroughly modern um like it's it's totally within the kind of the realm of the Julia Jacqueline and uh the kind of I don't know other other Julia Jacqueline like people yeah. <laughs> I'm tired but but do, do you know what I mean that that idea that I mean you're always kind of looking back at your influences yeah. and taking them on board in in different ways and I think she's done it in a way that where she doesn't give up her own sound or her own self at all 
Yeah, I think I will say is there's a couple of songs here that are slightly different in terms of its uh, their subject matter, like Up the Walls and Lucy, which come together. One, Up the Walls is about uh, opening her heart to a former flame, it seems. And then Lucy is about an intense attraction to someone Albeit comparing it to Lucifer. <laughs> Lucy is an absolute banger. Yeah. I can't help the feeling that irks me that I'm falling down from heaven through the earth to hellfire to wear his crown. Is that a Billy Irish song? That sounds like a Billy Irish, could be a Billy, Billy Irish, li- people, Billy Irish lyric. People mis, mis, uh, <laughs> misinterpret Lucifer. <laughs> okay. That's my lock hold of the week. On, hold, hold on here. What's happening? What's happening? Lucifer was the original good guy. He was against organized religion and <laughs> didn't think that there should be one person overseeing everything. So I I I I feel her on that. I'm and not sure that's where she's gone with this. No, but Lucifer as, as a character is a very interesting person to kind of for her to to write that song Lucy about if you definitely like. Colloquialize it as Lucy, it's even more so. Yeah, it's great. I I really really love the guitar tones in Lucy, especially around the chorus. They're so uh they're nearly like viscous. They're just so deep and gorgeous and grungy. Um yeah, actually, the the guitars throughout this are really, really great. Um, there's a yeah. re- there's a lovely moment on um, "Yellow Is the Color of Her Eyes" that kind of links the first part of the song to the second part of the song. It's just this really beautiful, bright guitar line that she plays to move into the next part. That I I cannot get enough of it. It's just such yeah. a gorgeous little moment. At the same time, you know, like this is an album that finishes with a song called Grey Light and the li- the final lyrics, I believe, are I can't lose it, the feeling I'm going down, I can't lose it, I'm watching my mother drown. Yeah. You know, it's heavy yeah, stuff. It's heavy. And yeah. so it's delivered with a sweeter pill um, yeah. in terms of its music. So I think it's interesting. I don't know. I think it's definitely worth spending time with this and realizing and reading the lyrics, like read them on Genius or whatever it is. Mm. Um it is worth but don't be that. put off. I, I I would say if you haven't heard it yet and you're hearing us talking about it, it's not. You don't have to listen to the lyrics first. Yeah, and then you're like, it's oh, not this a is Mount Eerie record. Like it, it <laughs> no, is it's not. not. It's not that level of heaviness. Like you can absolutely surface level bop along to this. Okay. It's absolutely fine. Well, with that in mind, let's play a bit of Lucy and give you a flavor of that part. Okay, that is Soccer Mommy. The song is called Lucy. The album is called Color Theory. Do check it out. Sophie Allison. And um, were you at the gig when she played here? That's no, one? no, I wasn't. Yeah, no. we should keep talking about Guinness. I'm going to put it down to her youth. 
And uh, she kept talking about uh, how much Irish people drink. And I was like, please stop talking. We do, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, she was only here a few hours. To be fair, like we do. She, but it was just like, we've heard, the, we've heard this all before. Literally right this minute. We've heard this all before. So that's because yeah. you're excited about seeing Mahidi and Co. Can you name any of the <laughs> other band members? No. Of the 1975? Because no. <laughs> I can't. And that wasn't, a, that wasn't a slide on you. That was just me going, does anybody else know the names no, of the no, band? No, no, literally. No, I, I think just from looking at interviews and stuff with him, I think it's actually the 1975 is him. Is it? I think so. That's the impression I've been getting. Because I okay. used to think it was like all the same band, but I don't know now. Well, let's see what Wikipedia says about who is actually in the band. Hold on a second. Hold up. There is actually M- Matthew Healy, Adam Han, Ross MacDonald and George Daniel. Oh, George. George, Ross, Adam and Matthew. So, so I'm so sorry to Matthew. the other three guys. Matthew. Okay, well, there you go. They, it's not Matthew. It's not just a, a one-man show. And I'm sure you'll have a good time tonight. And I'm going to have the best time. you can tell us all about it next week. <laughs> I will. But in the meantime, I have to tell you about something that uh, you brought up last week and what's consuming <laughs> you. And um, I'm so excited I'm to so hear your thoughts about this. I'm so conflicted about how I feel about this and that mm-hmm. I spent Talk to me. Talk so to me. much time. Like how many hours did I spend watching Love is Blind on um, Netflix? Seven hours? No, I think it's over eight because the, oh, the, the, the final episode is feature length. <sighs> did you know that? Yeah, It's I over did. 90 minutes long. I had to watch it in two parts. Um... So, yes, Love of Mind is the Netflix reality TV show, which you sold me last week. And I was like, okay, I'll go and watch that. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. But you watched all of it. I did, of course, because I was like, well, first of all, the first step, the the Pol Pod thing. So if anyone hasn't seen it, um, 10 guys, 10 girls are living these quarters beside each other. They go into these pods where they can't see each other and they have. Uh, deep conversations dmcs and some they of them all fall in love yeah and it just turns into this like intense american uh like romance show and you're like but did you expect it to go where like they were meeting the family no all of that that's i was the same i thought that the show would be the pods and then yeah. maybe at the end of it they'd get married i, I think didn't i text- realized that first it of all actually like yeah did the whole like this is serious, guys. Like, you need to talk about finances. You need to, like, meet each other's parents. You need to figure out where you're I was live. really fascinated with that because I don't think I'd ever seen a reality TV show that had gone that deep into people's lives. Yeah. Where they actually went to each other's houses and uh, met each other's parents and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, other than, like, a jokey comedy film like Meet the Parents, you don't see that. You don't that see often. it, no. Or Father of the Bride. Yeah. <laughs> but sure. not in reality TV, like. Yeah. Um, But towards the end, I was like, this is so wrong. So All there's of the one moment I need so to wrong. bring up with you. No, sorry, there's two moments. Okay, the first spoiler moment, alert, obviously, if anyone uh, Spoilers seen for Love is Blind. So the first moment, they're, they're both about Jessica because she is the best thing about the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the first moment is when she feeds the dog some wine and she's like, she loves wine. <laughs> I actually missed that at the first time. And then I heard it. I saw somebody tweeting about it. I was like, what? <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Dave Hanready, sent me a message and was like, uh, so I sat down with my housemate to watch Love is Blind and uh, and then sent me like the screenshot of that and was like, what the fuck is this? So there's that moment. And then there's the moment at the bachelorette parties where her and Tank Girl are talking about Barnett. Tank Girl? Oh, Amber. Yeah, yeah Amber. Um, Ex-Tank Mechanic. And she's yeah. like, I, I just call it, I can never remember her name. I call her Tank Girl. But um. Where Jessica goes over and she's like, no, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. And then 
uh, Amber was like, yeah, because if you ever came at my man, I'd break your face. And like, they're like right in each other's fucking faces. It was delicious. I loved it. Um, Very happy that Jessica and Mark didn't, didn't go down that path because that boy... He needed to walk. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole thing there. is just insane. Anyway, I just felt I felt so sorry for families. That I know. was where I felt like they were so confused. They were like, the "What the time? fuck is going on what here? Is it? What's the show you did?" Like, yeah, yeah. We're getting married, and then um, uh, is Cameron who rapped as well? You're like, oh, please stop this. Oh, I skipped forward at that moment. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't watch Cameron. Too rap. much cringe. No, no. Um, I di- I was glad to see that some of them realized that they couldn't follow through, even for the sake of reality TV. Yeah. Because that was the thing. The ultimate prize is actually getting married to somebody. Yeah. Forever. Not fame and fortune. Not a cash prize. They don't even pay for your dress. Do they not? No, because do you remember Amber and Barnett were talking about it and, she, and Amber was like looking for money from Barnett. Oh. About... Like, she's like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to pay for the dresses. And I'm like, they seem to pay for everything else. Did the show. Also, Nick Lachey and his wife popping up every now and then just to like do some presenting. Presenting? Whatever. How much money did he get paid to do that show? They must have been, I need to know. They must have asked for a lot. And then I was like, look, we can't pay you that much. But if you just pop up every now and again, then we three episodes went by with no presenters yeah, and then they, they walk in one. and they're like i'm nick lachey and i'm like what are you doing here yeah. and they, they don't even say anything they literally just keep going on like you'll be married forever don't forget love is it really blind you will be married forever yeah like oh it's 10 almost- couples and you're like <laughs> we know like, we don't need Nick Lachey here I know it was so strange and like who are, I, I don't know much about those people either way other than only well, he I know used about to be married to Jessica Sims that's all I know about him I don't that's know all anybody else. knows about him but like that's what I mean I was like oh like they're bedrocks of marriage I don't know anything about them like no. am I supposed well, to well I mean that marriage failed and he's now married to this new lady so yeah well that's about it. I don't know he's <laughs> well true but. <laughs> but it's just like why are we being presented to by these people what is it that's so special about it yeah, like, you know, if it was like John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, I'd be like, yeah, Grant, fine. Yeah. But <laughs> like Nick Lachey has literally done nothing since divorcing Jessica Simpson. That well, was the last thing he did. He's done this now. Yeah. I don't know. It's an absolutely fascinating and disgusting thing, the whole show. And I felt, especially when it got towards the end, I was like, I feel really bad. But did you believe in the one couple? Um, maybe I did. I think they. I, I think there was a genuine. I connection think statistically, there. there probably would have been one. Yeah. So I'm. I'm happy for them to be it. Yeah. I. I think he loves her more than she loves him. Maybe. And he's a very weird guy. <laughs> um. But I do love him a bit. Like, and I love her, and I think they're really sweet. The other mad thing, watching it as an Irish person, was when they. I think it was like Amber went to Barnett's house and he was like, oh, it's, you know, it's small. And I was like, what? Like, it was like this two or three bedroom, two story detached house. Yeah, sorry. With, with a front and back garden. And he was like, oh, it's only small. It's I was Come like, and live in Dublin. Literally just come to Dublin and have a look. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. 
Well, you know, um, great show. Though. It was absolutely riveting stuff, mm. and I never want to go through it again. I hope no. they don't do a second season, but I probably will watch it. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. But see, you can't do it again because no, see, like the, stuff the, like this, the magic has changed, and yeah. then you're like no one knew what it was, and now they know what it was. That's unless it. because that was recorded in 2018. You know that, yeah, October yeah. 20. So then, if they did one oh, last year, so. then we'd be cool. I hope so. I mean, probably not because it was Netflix. So yeah. they were probably just going to invest in the one. I loved how windy Mexico was because it was obviously like <laughs> was the so they didn't have uh, like a huge budget. So they must have went in really like they went in a, at a dark time. They went during like the off winter. season. Yeah. And <laughs> they're like, like, there's a reason oh, that nobody is here. We're going to fly you off to paradise. And then they're all like trying to eat strawberries on the beach with just like sand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just blowing them. It's so funny. And then sure, it starts raining. Um, yeah, the the outdoor sequence where they're all like hanging out and having drinks, and they do drink a lot. Um, that's the other thing; they're hammered yeah. the whole time, especially Jessica. Yeah, that girl, that girl. She's so fascinating, though. I like. It was just like, what is going on? What is yeah. your deal? She worked for Square. She's like a project manager for Square, the comp- the tech company. And oh, you're really? Like, what is going on? She this? she is like she, to be fair. And when he's like, she's legend. like, I made when I first started making six figures. I was like, shit, she's yeah, doing well. Absolute legend. Yeah. Like I <laughs> completely stand her. Like, absolutely love her. Would love to get drunk with her. <laughs> Would, like Jessica, <laughs> hit me up, girl. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we um, leave? No, just to quickly say that I watched the host. Oh um, yeah, 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 and I thought it was absolutely excellent. Um, Pacino season is out. Oh, uh, director Bong is in. Um, all all of the like the cast call him director Bong, ah. uh, which I just think is very sweet. Uh, ah. Although that might just be like a Korean thing that they do. But anyway, um, yeah, watch the host, and I think Snowpiercer is on the is on the bill for this week. Oh, cool! Yeah, so, I actually would like to watch that again. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so yeah, I thought the host was amazing. Really. Like, and it didn't really matter that the CGI was dated and stuff because it no, wasn't really kinda, about it's that. It's kind of cool as well at the same yeah. time. It's like, it's not terrible. It has, no, it's like, fine. It was, you can definitely see it's a, a green or whatever, screen but around it yeah. sometimes. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine not, though because it's not really about yeah. that. It's not really about the monster. Love the idea the American, that like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll fix this. Yeah. Nope. I do love the, oh my God, sorry. There was one moment and it was genuinely the funniest thing I'd ever seen on film. There's a bit at the start where all the family are like in, in the like safety place, you know, where, uh, and, and they're, they're looking at the picture of the daughter who's now missing. <laughs> and this guy in a yellow hazmat thing comes in and then he falls. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. stands up <laughs> in this like really I'm even thinking about it now. There was a, I was a, watching it with Harry and we had to pause it because we were laughing so much. I had tears streaming down my face. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And then when the film ended, we went back and watched that part again. <laughs> that was the reason why I rewatched the film because I watched this little video about his movies on Little White Lies, you know, the yeah, uh, film yeah. uh, review website, which is yeah. great. Great website. And they had a little video and that clip was in it. And I was like, I need to see the host again. The bit where he falls. Yeah. Oh and I God. was like, I can't believe I haven't seen this in a while. I'm he like, just stands I, up and just so proud and then starts <laughs> talking. Oh my God, so, so funny. But yeah, if you haven't seen The Host, watch The Host. Yeah, um, one more thing I've been consuming is the new Lethal Dialect album. It is out uh, this, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, this Friday. It is 
So, so, so good. Uh, absolutely listened to it on Friday. One of the songs on it made me cry. What song? So, um, uh, to, to, uh, to Whom It May Concern. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that, one, yeah, yeah. The, the that, is, that song is currently out. You can listen to it. Oh, is it? Now. Okay, yeah, 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 you can go and listen to it. It's on the SoundCloud. Um, um, we are premiering a song today as you're listening um, from the album. So do look out for that. And do look out for the God Knows video, which drops today as absolutely. well as this podcast. And uh, meantime, we'll be back to discuss choice and much, much more. Next week and the 1975. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Niall. We're going to finish with the Who's Asking remix because what else could we finish with? Goodbye. Bye. Love you, bye. Southwest All Stars. Yeah.